0: Good morning got a word of encouragement for you today. I, I'm in the book of John John chapter 4 if you'd like to join me there John chapter 4 verse 1. It's the story of Jesus talking to a Samaritan woman and what I want to talk about this morning is the seven needs of every human being, the seven basic needs of every human being and you know I just love how Jesus addresses the human uh, situation. You know, we we oftentimes think of Jesus as a rabbi, the teacher, but he was very relational. He entered into people's lives. He looked for their real need, he looked for their felt need, and he tried to address those things in people's lives. And we find that in this story. So join me in reading John chapter 4, verse 1. It says, Then the Pharisees heard that Jesus was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John, although in fact it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. And when the Lord learned of this, he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now He had to go through Samaria to get there. So he came to the town of Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well, and it was about the sixth hour. I just love that about Jesus and the record of his life. He was tired. Jesus got tired he was tired from his journey, tired of ministering, tired of dealing with the Pharisees who were always trying to attack him and, and, uh, and he was just tired and you get tired too, I get tired, it's okay to be tired we're not, we're not superhuman people and Jesus certainly shows us that he was human in every way, uh, he was God in every way but he was human in every way so he could relate to our circumstances so if you're tired just know that Jesus knew what tired was when a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus asked her, Hey, will you give me something to drink? For his disciples had gone to town to buy food. Now the Samaritan woman said to him, You're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews did not associate with Samaritans. <clears throat> now there's a whole reason for why they didn't. I don't want really to go into that today. That's not the point. But Jesus was talking to this Samaritan woman. Now a rabbi in that day would never talk to a woman in public. Uh, a devout Jewish man would never talk to a woman in public. And they certain, certainly wouldn't talk to a Samaritan woman in public. It, just, it was forbidden. But there Jesus is, sitting beside the well, saying, hey, when you dip your bucket down there to bring some water out, can I have a drink, please? And Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked Him and He would have given you living water. Now we know Jesus talking about the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that would we'll be given. He's kind of setting her up here for that. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is very deep. <clears throat> Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this well and drank from it also, as did also his sons and his flocks and his herd? Now, some scholars have estimated this well was 100 feet deep. That's nine or ten stories tall. If it, deep, it was that deep, that's, it's deep. And we don't exactly know how deep it was back in Jesus' day. Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water that I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. Now, that's a great promise there. The woman said to him sir give me this water so that i won't get thirsty and have to keep coming back here to draw water again he told her you see jesus starting to read through here now he told her he said go call your husband and come back she said i have no husband and jesus said you're right when you say you have no husband the fact is you have had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband what you have just said is quite true you see jesus was giving a word of prophecy right sir the woman said i can see that you're a prophet our fathers worshiped on this mountain but you jews claim that the place where we must worship is in jerusalem she was changing the subject from her failed marriages to worship and jesus declared believe me woman a time is coming when you will worship the father neither on this mountain nor in jerusalem you Samaritans worship what you do not know we worship what we do know for salvation is from the Jews yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks God is spirit and his worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth there's a whole other teaching right there it's a beautiful passage of Scripture that we worship God in spirit and truth it's not about a mountain or a building It's about worshiping God in spirit and truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah is coming, and when he comes he'll explain everything. And Jesus declared, I who speak to you am he, I am Messiah. Just then the disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with the woman. But no one asked him, what do you want, or why are you talking with her? Then leaving her water jar, the woman went back to town and said to the people, come see the man. Who told me everything I ever did could this be the Christ and they came out of the town and made their way toward him meanwhile his disciples urged him Rabbi eat something we know you're tired but he said to them I have food to eat that you know nothing about then his disciples said to each other could someone have brought him food they kind of missed what he was saying there so Jesus said my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work Do you not say four months more in the harvest? I tell you, open your eyes and look. The fields are ripe in the harvest. Even now the reaper draws his wages. Even now the harvest the crop of eternal life. So that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows, another one reaps is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work and you've reaped the benefits of their labor. We're talk about the personal aspect of Jesus here as it relates to a person. Seven needs of every human being. The first one is the need for acceptance. We all need to be accepted. you know one of the reasons that uh, young men and women join gangs is because the gang gives them a sense of acceptance. It's not because they value what the gang is doing or want to necessarily be a part of the actions of the gang. They just want to be accepted. So I think as Christians we need to do a better job of accepting all people into our churches. Accepting all people into uh, a relationship with them where Christ is concerned As, as best we can. We need to have this attitude of acceptance. Jesus had an attitude of acceptance toward this Samaritan woman who there was this great religious spat about, but she needed acceptance. She needed to be accepted by Jesus Christ obviously, and she needed to know that she was accepted by Jesus. So acceptance. We need to work on acceptance. Accepting people right where they are and then leading them to Jesus. And if we're not happy about the way they live and their lifestyle, we don't have to live the lifestyle with them. But we lead them to Jesus and let Jesus take care of the lifestyle. That's what we're to do. Accept Him in the name of Jesus. The second thing is, is, we need balance. Everybody needs balance in their lives. Jesus needed balance. He was tired. He sat down and said, Look, I'm tired. I need a break. I need some water. I need some food. I, I just, I need a break. I'm tired. And we all need balance in our life. You know, God in his, in his wisdom said that man needed a Sabbath. He needed at least one day off from work where he could just rest and let his body recuperate. And I would encourage all of us to strike a balance in our life. We need, we need balance with rest and work. We need balance in the things we eat. We need to be careful what we eat so that we have a healthier lifestyle. Uh, We need balance in our lives. The the third thing I see here is connection. The third thing that every human being needs is some form of connection. And it's been interesting watching uh, on Facebook all the people talking about they can't wait to get back to church and they miss their connections and they can't wait to get back to school and see their children if they're a teacher. They they can't wait to get back to where people are. You know, we were we were originally designed to connect with one another. And that's, that's part of our makeup. And some people like connecting with just two or three people. And, and they're fine with that. Some people need to connect with 20 or 30. Some need to connect with two or 300. Right? We're all made different. <coughs> but everybody has a need to connect. And that's what Jesus, when he was talking to her, she said, Why are you talking to me? Why, why are you having this conversation with me? And what Jesus was telling her without saying is, was I I want to have a connection with you. I want to enter your life and find out what's going on. And then I want to offer you living water. And that should be our goal as Christians. We should enter a person's life and make a connection with them. And hopefully, they don't already know Christ, to offer them this living water called Jesus Christ. And so we make a connection. The, The fourth thing we need is we all need deliverance. We all need deliverance from something. There's not a single person on this planet that's not struggling with something that's bothering them. We call them some demon in our life or some struggle in their life or uh, some wounding in our life. Uh, and that's true of all of us. We are one of my pastors used to say, Everybody's got problems. Everybody's got problems. Never forget that, Jim. Yeah. Everybody's got problems. And we do, and we need to be delivered from those problems. And we need to find the right people that can help us. There are some things your husband or your wife can't help you with. There are some things your parents can't help you with. Um, and we need, we need counselors, we need therapists, uh, we need pastoral staff, whatever it is. We need to find people that can help us with that. And so if you're struggling with something and the person that's helping you now is not being able to help you, then by all means, find somebody else uh, that might can help you. Ask around, ask some of your friends, tell them what I'm kind of dealing with this and I need to be delivered from it and the person I'm using is not, not helping me right now and I need to go see somebody else. Now, maybe the reason the person's not helping you is because you're not doing what they tell you to do. There's always that. You go sit down with a counselor, a therapist or a pastor and they say, if you'll do these three things your life will be better. It really will be. And you come back week after week after week for that counseling session and that person asks you have you done these three things, well no I haven't done these three things. Reminds me of this person who wanted to change jobs and they kept complaining about the job they were in. And I said, well, have you put a resume together so you can start looking for other jobs? Well, no. Week after week, they complained about their job. I'm going to find another job. And I would say, have you put a resume together? Well, no. And finally, I said, don't come back to see me again until you put your resume together. And when you get your resume together, I'll look it over and help you with it. And I'll help you find another job. Of course, that person never came back because they weren't willing to start the process of deliverance by making their own resume. So we all need deliverance. Listen to the advice you've been given and try to act on it. Maybe the problems you, maybe the problem is the advice is not what you need. The fourth thing, excuse me, the fifth thing. The fifth thing that all people need, every human being needs, is experience. You know, for the life of me I, I don't understand people watching reality TV, okay, there's like, like 5,000 shows out there. And you know, there's a variant of every one of those shows and they just keep adding on to them and to them but what it tells me is people need experience and they're trying to gain this experience by sitting on the sofa watching someone else have an experience and they're trying to have that experience through that person well that's never going to work that's this not going to work you're going to be frustrated you're going to be depressed you're going to be you're going to be always looking around thinking you don't have you don't have you don't have you need you need you need if you're watching TV and watching these scripted programs and watching these crazy people i'm telling you, you're going to wind up crazy yourself so stop it get a real experience go out in the backyard dig a hole in the ground and plant something and watch it grow right? go to a park and take a walk uh, learn to play an instrument right? do something that challenges you personally not something where you sit and watch someone else being challenged by what they're doing that's not going to help you at all The seven needs of every human being is one of them is experience. Jesus promised her an experience. He said, out of you will come springs of living water welling up within you, the Holy Spirit. If you want to have a true experience, have an experience with the Holy Spirit. Go off in your quiet time and say, Holy Spirit, here I am. I know you're in my life. I know you never leave me nor forsake me. I want to experience you in a fresh new way. And invite the Holy Spirit to come and bring you a genuine experience. He may bring a word of wisdom to you, a word of revelation. He may bring a word of prophecy to you. He may ask you to go pray for someone and maybe pray for someone's healing. He might use you in that way. There are so many ways the Holy Spirit can bring about a true experience in your life. He may direct you to read a passage of Scripture and say, I want you to go read John chapter 4 again. And in the midst of reading that, He might reveal something to you that you've never thought about before. Maybe you've read this chapter dozens and dozens of times and the Holy Spirit comes and says, I want to lift this one verse out in you and He creates a whole new experience for you. So yes, we all have a basic need for experience. Let's not get consumed by what the world is trying to tell us a real experience is. Let's trust the Holy Spirit to show us and reveal to us what a true experience is. So, the, uh, the sixth thing, the sixth basic need of every human being is the need for freedom. You know, right now we're living in unprecedented times in our country where, uh, where, we, where some of our freedoms have been set on the back burner. They've not been taken away from us. Nobody's taken our freedoms away. They've asked us to step aside and social distance and things like that so that we can get rid of this virus. But we all have this need for freedom and we all fit it inside. We all feel this need for freedom. That's what's welling up inside of us. This this woman needed freedom. She needed freedom from the guilt of her sin, the guilt of her past. And that's really what she was longing for, and Jesus knew that. And he was offering her freedom by offering her this living water. You know, the Bible says it in John chapter eight, verse thirty two, it says that we will know the truth, and the truth will set us free. And John eight thirty six says, that If the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. It says in 2 Corinthians 3.17 where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Jesus wants us to have freedom in our life. He wants us to, to be free in our spirit, to worship Him in spirit and in truth. He wanted that for this woman. He knows we have a basic need for freedom. Our founding fathers knew we had a basic need for freedom and that's why they wrote it into our constitution that we have, a, we have freedom here in America, which is a beautiful thing. So as we run into people, know that some people... Need to be freed. They need to be freed from whatever it is holding them back, some, some bondage, some chain that's in their life. And let's make sure that we're praying for people and helping them find the freedom in Christ that He offers them. And, and then the seventh thing, the seventh basic needs, the seventh basic need of every human being, and that's guidance. We all need guidance. That this woman needed guidance, and and she knew that she knew that her town's people needed guidance, her friends and or the People that she hung out with, if she hung out with anybody back in her town, she knew they needed the guidance of Jesus too. She went and got him and said, You gotta come meet this guy. He's telling me everything I've ever done in my life. And you need to come out and and hear this word of prophecy and hear this Messiah talk to us. Because he will guide you into truth. Jesus always guides us into truth. He never guides us into trouble or or problems. He always guides us into truth because that's who he is. He is truth. So we all need guidance. It's pride that keeps us from asking for guidance. It's pride that keeps us from following that guidance. And so if you've got three or four people giving you guidance saying, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, then you you need to consider, maybe I don't need to do this. If you've got five or 10 people saying, oh, you need to do this, you ought to pursue this course in your life, and here's some guidance for you, then you probably need to listen to that. But most importantly, you need to listen to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. If you've got a question or a problem, if you need an answer, just ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I I need an answer. And be still long enough to hear the answer. Because the Holy Spirit really wants to guide us into truth. He, he's brilliant. The Holy Spirit is brilliant. He absolutely, he absolutely loves giving us guidance. And He waits for us to ask Him to give us that guidance. So the seven basic needs of every human being are acceptance, balance, connection, deliverance, experience, freedom, and guidance just know you can find all of those through the holy spirit because of what christ jesus did on the cross when he died for our sins and rose again and gave us the gift of the holy spirit so i hope you'll talk to the holy spirit this week hope you'll trust in him listen to him and obey him hey thanks for listening and i hope you have a blessed day